You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Yeah, I mean, talking about great Catholic content, how about that interview with Dr. Stacy Trasankos? How about our interview this morning with Jeff Bates so far? Yeah, you know, I, I, I find it kind of interesting because I, I get lost in the conversation. It yeah. just doesn't become an interview. It's like, tell me more. I, mean, I just like to... Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, and the clock becomes the enemy because it's like... Yes. We got to take a break. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to Real Presence Life. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Hi, this is John Clark, Uncle, Uncle John. Uncle John, we have been having great conversations, and that's going to continue as we visit with our next guest. John, do you want to introduce her? Yes, yeah, so Alyssa, uh, it's Hagedon. Hagedon. Hey, I got it. I got, a, I got the name. That's good. I'm not going to try that. Okay. I have a, we established in the first segment that I have a goal of pronouncing people's names right for 2022, and... and uh, I'm doing okay, but I, I was I was nervous about that one. So hey, you should, that's all right. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're able to come in and talk a little bit about uh, the annual blood drive that is being held at St. San Angelico on February 20th. Um, tell us a little bit about Vitalant and some of the services that you provide, and exactly why we want to talk about this uh, this this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Brandon and John. I'm happy to be here. Um, as you guys mentioned, my name is Alyssa Hagedorn, and I am the account manager here at Vitalent in Fargo. Um, Vitalent is the area's sole blood provider and blood products to patients in almost 70 area hospitals. Patients including preemies, surgery patients, accident victims, those battling cancer, they all depend on volunteer blood donors for the blood to be available. So this event on the 20th is a drive. It's held at St. Anne and Joachim. And um, how do how do we get a hold of how do we how do we participate how do we yeah. how do we don't how, yeah, how do we donate? Um, so like you had mentioned, Sunday, February twentieth, um, the drive hours are from seven a.m. to one thirty p.m. And just know too that this drive is open to the public, so anyone is encouraged encouraged to come and donate. Uh, we still have plenty of time slots open, so that's where we need the public's help to fill the schedule and. Um, Maybe some some of you may or may not know this, but we are currently in a national blood shortage. Mm-hmm. We're also on appeal for blood right now. And there's a lot of factors that play into this. So the harsh weather, the illnesses, um, seasonal illnesses, you know, pandemic is still going on and that can ap- affect blood drives and donor avail- availability. However, um, patients continue to need transfusions every single day. That is something that does not stop. And therefore, donors are needed to give now to prevent delays in life-saving. And so <clears throat> when, when a, don- a donor donates, especially at this drive, um, this, we don't, you don't collect the donations and the, the units and then say, okay, now who, who needs the blood around here? I mean, this, it's committed already, right? I mean, the blood that you're going to collect on the 20th is actually committed to it's to, to, to yeah to typically it's usually promised to hospitals already yeah. and so um that's where every unit it truly makes a difference um and knowing that you could help um those right in our area in the fm area is also huge you know knowing you could help your daughter your brother your neighbor um it, it's all staying right here in the community brandon i found I, I'm, I'm a regular donor and the thing that i thought is so neat is that when I, when I donate, I'll get a text message later on saying, hey, we just used your blood. No kidding. It, it mm-hmm. went to this. It, that, you know, they don't say, um, you know, it went to St. Ansgard or whatever. Yeah. It, it just said that 
you, you helped save and help someone get better wow. with your blood. I that's thought that, that's just kind of a nice little pat on the back, something you can be proud of. Absolutely. That's really special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I like stories. I like people's stories. And so I would love to hear your story. Like, how did you get into this? And, and what do you find so uh, rewarding about the position? Yeah. Thank you so much for asking, Brandon. So um, I actually have a personal um, kind of tie with it all. So I'm actually, uh, um, I needed a platelet transfusion with my first daughter. I had a life-threatening complication called HELP syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so um, before they, I had my daughter in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, and before they could start the emergency surgery, <laughs> they had to rush the platelets from either right at Vitalant or somebody, you know, at a local hospital here. Had a, The state trooper had to meet my um Uh, meet the state trooper along and and drive it all the way to the hospital. And so um, it really hits home on a personal level, not knowing if if my daughter and myself would be here today without that that help of that platelet donor. So I am truly thankful for that. And, uh, you know, before that I became, I was started off as a coordinator. So I coordinated various blood drives um, just like John is, and which is great. And then when the position became available here at Vitalant, I just knew um, that this was where you know God was leading me to be, and this is where I'm supposed to be. So I'm very thankful that my career is not only um, a career, a job, but also I feel like it's my, it's a purpose for me, and to be able to help, um, in turn, help save other people's lives is is pretty incredible. What a great gift. What a great gift. I love how we can take those moments that are really difficult and then turn them around and, and use them to serve others. I think it's, I think it's, it's amazing because it's, it's so important, you know, when we, when we have that passion, right? And no matter what we're working, if we have a passion for it, we're going to give it our all, right? Because we recognize the goodness of it and how it can really help others. Mm-hmm. You... Um, it seems to me that this time of the year is always there's a greater need, and for the for the reasons that you mentioned earlier, is there um, is there a seasonality um, for for demand or need or because I, I, the blood shortage is need partial need I would imagine, but also partial just the scarcity of donors. Absolutely, yeah. So there, like I said, there's a lot of factors that play into it. Um, right now, I think just living in kind of unforeseen times as well with the pandemic going, you know, two two and a half years out, um, that has kind of a whole different precedence on on the need for blood in general. Um, I would definitely say after the holiday months as well, we tend to dip, and so we're trying to come up back from that. A lot of, along with the the weather and the seasonal illnesses, it's just kind of a compound if you will. Mm-hmm. So I have a really good friend who's like deathly afraid of needles. Um, I'm pretty sure he asked for a lollipop. And he <laughs> no. uh, so to the person out there who hasn't given, might be scared of needles, you know, what would you say to them? So it's funny because a lot of times when I ask what's the number one reason why people don't donate, nine times out of 10, people will guess it's because they're scared of needles, which in turn, it's actually because they've simply never been asked to donate. Mm. So when, But there are a lot of us that are afraid of needles, and I totally understand that fear. Um, if some of you are able to get over that, um, I, I understand. You know, It's one of those things that if you don't look, it helps, but just knowing that it's literally a little prick and mm-hmm. that's it. Um, and you can barely feel it. We have an amazing staff and 
a lot of times too, if you can share that it's your first time that you're donating, um, they'll be able to kind of guide you through it and walk you through it too. And knowing a lot of times people assume that they're sitting there with the needle in their arm for the entire process, the whole 45 minutes or an hour. And that's truly not the case. You know, you're the needle is actually only in, in your arm and you're actually only donating, give or take, for about 10, 15 minutes max. So walk us through the process. So from the moment somebody would, would go to St. San and Joachim to the time they leave, what does that look like? Yeah. So when you arrive, um, you check in, you'll need either a donor ID or a photo ID in order to donate. And then um, if you complete your fast track ahead of time, that can save up to about 20 minutes of the entire donation process. So that's something that we encourage. It's just a health questionnaire that um, you can fill out online ahead of time. But if you don't have time ahead of time and you're waiting to get to get brought back, you can always complete that while you're waiting. And then um, once you're brought back, um, they go through almost like a mini physical. Hmm. Um, well, they'll check your blood pressure. They'll check your um, hemoglobin, making sure everything is in check um, from a health standpoint. And honestly, that interview process is probably the longest part of it all. And then you get to sit down. You get some snacks. You can't beat that. Um, drink some water. Is that why you're doing um, it? Yeah. <laughs> snacks at the end. You're talking about snacks. Brett <laughs> yep. Smith. Brett Smith donates and so just that's all I have to say is Brett Smith we'll there you go <laughs> nice perk yes and then after you're done you get some more snacks and honestly at the end of the day it's probably a 45 minute to hour max of your time and to know that you are in turn saving a life I don't know if it can get much better than that one of the things that I'm I run into personally over the past many years that we've been doing this is the uh, is the um the unsure uh, of, of the potential donor. I want to donate, but I had cancer. I want to donate, but uh, you know, I have, I'm, I've been sick or receiving. T- talk a little bit about how, um, how that misconception kind of gets played and, and how, how we should look at it. Because I'm sure that people are listening to right now that probably want to donate, but say, oh, geez, I just, you know, just came off a of cancer treatment. And, and so can you touch on that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, absolutely. So those are always ever-changing as far as the misconceptions go. Um, we do have a hotline number that they can call. Um, it's a 1-800 number. Otherwise, you can always call by talent, and we can direct them to that number. Um, but, yeah, you know, like you had spoke on cancer. Actually, a lot of cancer patients, as long as they're not you know, currently in treatment and have been in remission for so long, they're able to donate. Um, so that's not something, another one that's, that people assume if they ha- are a diabetic that they can't donate, and that's not the case. Um, even if you're insulin dependent, as long as it's regulated. Um, so there's, there's a lot of them out there that they assume, oh, I probably can't donate because of this mm-hmm. reason, where in turn they can, and things are ever-changing, so it never hurts to check with that hotline to, to verify. John, so you're organizing this blood drive. If people want to sign up and be a part of it, what can they do? Well, they can um, certainly give me a call. They can go to viatalent.org, and you want to search uh, the you want to search Saint A and J, I believe, right, Melissa? Saint Anne, actually. Saint Anne, excuse yep, me. Yes, yep. yeah. Saint Anne, search the blood drive, and it'll bring it right to our blood drive and the available slots there. What else, um, Melissa? Yeah, I think you hit it, you know, go online and schedule. That's the easiest one. Otherwise, give John a call. Um, you can also call by talent, too, and, and we can set you up with, with an appointment. Great. Yeah, my telephone number, by the way, 701-306-3369. Text me, call me. I can shoot you a link over there and make it really simple. Alyssa, thanks so much for thanks being on with us. Thanks Appreciate for having that. me. All right, when we return... <clears throat> 
we're going to talk about restored vows. And uh, it's a, a fabulous resource that uh, Covenant Eyes is releasing. We'll talk more about that and why it's so important when Real Presence Live continues. 